Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Halfback Podcast, Round 6 edition. I'm your host, Tim Williams. We are back for a new round of the NRL and bloody hell do we need it because we are reeling, boys. We've had, a, we've had a tough old week. It's been a really promising start to the season. Plenty of profits, but look, even the best have their bad days. Whether or not we're the best, I have no idea, but it was a tough week last week. Here, here to make amends for it. One of the sharpest minds in the NRL, Former New South Wales country rep, Catalina Dragons and Wakefield Wildcats, Trinity, don't know what they're called these days. A real journeyman, Sam Williams. How are you, mate? Hello, boys. Yes, uh, been to a couple of those uh, Super League clubs, a couple here in Australia. But um, good news is I don't have to worry about wins, losses and head noise anymore. So life goes <laughs> on. Mate, there's the pressure of playing professional footy and having the fans in you, but now you're a professional podcaster and you have the punters in you. I think that's probably every bit as bad. Hey, just quietly, Sam, the, spending time over over in the Catalan in southern France, that must have been the best gig in professional footy. Yeah, it is. It is. It, there's no doubt about it. The best gig in rugby league is playing for the Catalan Dragons. Uh, I saw during the week that the West Tigers were trying to get Mitch Pearce back. <laughs> What the hell would be going through his head? You imagine coming back from the south of France at the best. You're living in the best spot in the world, playing rugby league, to come back to play for the Tigers, who are getting absolutely smashed. So, in no world that they, 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 you'd have to give Mitch Pearce a million dollars to come back. Um, look, honestly, he, um, you know, I've got no doubt that he's enjoying it over there. There's a lot of players that do go over there. And I think the success over the last couple of years of the Catalan Dragons, uh, that the players are starting to work out that there's. There's more out there than rugby league, but you can actually do both of it. So, yeah, it is a great spot. Yeah, a million to come back, two and a half million to come back to the Tigers. Also with us, ex-TAB data analyst, head of analytics at KO Sports, Jimmy Hughes. Mate, how are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, tough week last week. I do do agree. I, I think I had Sharkies 13 plus and uh, they were up by 14 <laughs> at half time. And then we all know the rest is history. But, you know, uh, you know it's all rugby league's the winner, really, right? Hughie, you must have thought you were home at halftime in that game. Oh, mate, I was just sitting pretty, had a, had a stubby in hand and ready to uh, probably turn it off, to be honest. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, good game of footy. That's Sean Johnson, mate. We all know how good he is, but geez, at the age he is right now and still firing, unbelievable stuff. Jimmy, I'm glad, I'm glad it wasn't just you last week. I had Kennedy and the two wingers both to score into them to win 13 plus. Multi was playing a stack. Um, they all scored within the first 20 minutes. <laughs> I, thought, I was out spruiking. We couldn't even win the game. So uh, you're not in the line. 
I'll tell you what, there's plenty of Warriors fans who listen to this podcast, and they are loud at the moment. They and they have every right to be after what they've done to start this season. So, Sam, I reckon they've got your Insta handle. I don't know if they've got Jimmy's yet, but probably best off keeping it that way, mate, because you deserve probably get roasted for that one. Yeah, look, I, I, I do want to say I'm a massive Warriors fan. I, I love what they bring to the game. I think a strong Warriors side's brilliant, and you also need a strong Sean Johnson because he's he's been such a good ambassador for the game for so long that. I am a massive Warriors fan. Look, they came back and won that game. I don't think any of us saw it coming, so fair play to them. Yeah, that was unreal. There's no one unhappy about that. Sharks fans aside, guys, this week we are introducing the punter head-to-head battle. I touched on it last week briefly, or Sam did actually at the end of the show, but we're going to send t- put two listeners of the Halfback podcast against each other with prizes on the line. We'll have that up and running uh, that will be later on in the show. More information around that. We also have a head-to-head ready to go this week. Last week's recap. We'll keep this short and sharp, boys, because it's grim. Sam, you're on the money in Pen- Penrith winning that game against the Raiders comfortably, and you value play Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton, anytime try scorers. Crichton got over. Despite putting 50 on, somehow Brian Toto didn't get over. So, mate, a touch unlucky there. Husey, less said the better about you, mate. You, you, you had a few enormous <laughs> weeks, but you, you've come tumbling back to earth. I learned a lesson in greed last week. I went into the podcast with Ruben Garrick, anytime try scorer, as my lock at $1.73. Mid-show, I got greedy and I was like, oh, that's not enough for the punters. Even though with a 65% play, that would have been a profit. It was about two minutes before I, I read my lock out. I went, oh, we'll throw Manly to win into it as well at $2.00. Garrick scored, Manly draw. Because Cherry Evans seemingly forgot how to hit a field goal after doing it for the last 15 years immaculately. Anyway, uh, the Hail Mary I had was also Hosking into Cam Murray at $33. Hosking got over against the Raiders. My boy Cam Murray, you couldn't get the job done. Anyway, boys, onwards and upwards. We'll bounce back this week, I'm sure. Guys, we are exclusively using better markets for our plays throughout the season. To follow along with our plays, you can find the link to any of our weekly SC Playbook multis in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or on the social posts that we send out uh, today and tomorrow. By going through those channels, it'll let Better know that we sent you. So it'd be much appreciated if you are linking up to go through those links. Uh, guys, it is also very important to remember that you win some, but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's get stuck into it, boys. Our round six play, Sam. Brian Bevan, lock of the week, 65%. Like all great wingers, I've gone to um, the left winger for the Penrith Panthers. So I learned a very big lesson last week. It was um, Nathan Cleary sets up with, he turns his back row on the right under, tying up the middle forwards and making the opposition travel. They go down the short side. Uh, Dylan Edwards stays there. Cleary swings to the left, links up with Luai and creates the room on the left for the Panthers. So, as much as I, I think that Brian Toto, he's spending a lot, I think a lot more energy for him is spent coming out of his 20 and his half and he, his carries and his metres are unbelievable, but you don't get paid to do that. So I've left Toto out and gone to the left wing with Taruva. I think Taruva's the one who sees the most football on the left out there uh, on the back of Luai and Cleary linking up. So my lock of the week is Taruva to score any time at $1.78. And I think that there's some real value around that left edge for the Panthers this week against the Manly Sea Eagles. So, Sam, with Appy Corris gone, probably not as much Appy, but with Viliami Kikau gone, 
are you saying that there's been a, a shift in the way I suppose Cleary in particular has attacked or is that just been reinforced to you this year that it is left side dominant? Well, I think a bit of it is too that you keep it a little bit more simple with the way you're telling your back row just to lead inside the half, tie him up and give the the, uh, outside men and Luai a little bit of space. With Kikia, they probably gave him a bit more early ball and let him run. Uh, He created things off the back of his brilliance. So I don't think there's a drastic shift, but it was just really noticeable that that how often Cleary turned under the right edge back rower. Um, and I think that Cleary's a better ball player than Dylan Edwards. So they're always going to go to him more often uh, than the right-hand side. So that's my thinking behind the, the Panthers and their left edge. Despite a winning start to the season, Sam, with the Roosters, I think they've looked really, really clunky in attack. And it's because they have so many strike weapons across the board between Teddy, Jai Marnie, Suleyi, Kiri, Sammy Walker. I thought even prior to Tedesco going off with that HIA, they really simplified it in the way that you just said, in that they they relied on or went back to very basic shapes with block runners and just playing out the back, getting two poo into space. And they just backed the class of their players in those movements to do the job, to get the space, to have the sharp passes. And they just look so much more effective. Yeah, look, the last the 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 way the Trent Robinson coaches, he he's all about momentum and getting the team on the front foot. So what they do is they push their middles push together, their back rows push up flat, and then Keary and Walker out the back uh, just working numbers. Now if there's got a if there's four on four down the short side, Keary will swing out the back of the back rower and create a three on two. Mm. If there's um, if there's five there, they'll go to the right hand side and create space and push through the line like that. Now, there was a try last week where the cheese jumps out. He links up with Walker. Walker links up with Cleary. Uh, Keary. That is exactly the way that Trent Robinson would coach that side. He says, create the momentum and then jump back and play to space. He, he's a wonderful coach, Trent Robinson. And the way they executed that try is what you'd be trying to do the whole season because it's all good and well practicing these fancy plays, but that's the most simple way to the try line, but it's effort. Sam Walker hits a line in the middle of the field. His halves partner supports him and they score a try. That's the most simple way to the try line and the Roosters do it so, so well. Uh, I think that the Roosters really, that first sort of 20, 30 minutes last week was very, very impressive. Now, I didn't go to the, for a play with them this week, but I was really, really impressed and wanted to try and get them in some of the plays. Uh, it's just that they're playing the Storm and I don't know how exactly that game plays out. Love that. Uh, Hughesy, your lock of the week, mate. Boys, I'm going to go for St. George to beat the Titans at $2.14 as my lock. So St. George actually, uh, well, they're outsiders, obviously, <laughs> against a team that they beat in round two quite convincingly, 32-18. to 18. Back in round two, they had four and, and Brimson in the side and now Gold Coast have lost those two guys this weekend. So... Uh, yeah, I, I kind of find it a bit interesting, and the model says so as well, that having St. George outsider in this one is a bit odd. So I'm going to take St. George to win. Jimmy, the, the racing and sports model has it exact same. They've got them, they're very hard on the Dragons in the uh, in the um, player ratings and the head-to-head. Yeah, well, yeah, well, good, good mind sink alike, hopefully. Fingers crossed for us mm. too. Someone who's tipped the Titans, that uh, is very concerning. Um. My Brian Bevan lock of the week, I have gone, look, he's something that I, I never thought I'd be saying, but I'm going with big, bad Edward Cossey, anytime try scorer at $1.92. Honestly, like, 
whoever's opposing Greg Marju is just going to be ultimate value every week, I think. Greg Marju is one of the most destructive ball runners in the game. He's unreal. But there's a reason he hasn't played 150, 200 NRL games at this point. And I mentioned it last week around Ruben Garrick being on him. Uh, and now Garrick got his try. But unfortunately, Heimel Hunt was ruled out after the podcast was recorded. And Dominic Young came into the side, which meant Marju switched edges. Marju went to the left wing. So that means Edward Kosi is on him this week. Marju had a read on Tui Pilotto last week. He just flew off the line and Tui Pilotto just walked over. It, it was quite mesmerizing. So look, I think Kosi there at $1.92 is really good play. A couple of things just to look for out for in, in case it does change. There's no reason why it should. But if, if Heimel Hunt were to replace Dom, Dom Young for whatever reason, uh, he'd go to the right. So it had become Marcello Montoya, who's on Marju. So that'd be the place so just to cover that. Uh, also, on the off chance that Dallin Wittenius-Lesniak comes in, uh, he's been named on the extended bench. Uh, it will become him who's the player. But it should be Edward Cossey. He's been killing it. He's also uh, got more, got the height advantage. I don't think they'll be kicking to Dom Young's wing. I think they'll be kicking to Greg Marju's wing. And Edward Cossey there on Sean Johnson's edge. I think all things lead to try at $1.92. Not getting too greedy there. Sam, your value play of the week. Yeah, look, I, I agree with a lot of that stuff about Marzu too. I think I uh, messaged you after it to talk about it and you you um, agreed with what I was saying. It was, just, it was one of them reads I was just shaking my head. So uh, there's no doubt that he'll see some traffic. He, he defensively, he's got, to be, uh, he's got to be a lot better because you can't just rely on carrying the ball. In any way, let's move on. My value, I've gone a little bit more with the value in our price this week, um, and I've gone a little less with the Hail Mary. So I've gone to the Parramatta Eels and West Tigers game. Uh, look, I think that there's a massive play that Sean Lane comes back into the side. I don't think I've seen a player have as big of an impact on an edge like he has. You know, obviously the big names, uh, your kick and these sort of players are obviously going to be a massive loss, but... Sean Lane, the way he ties that left edge together, and he's so good defensively for them too, but he runs such a good line and creates room and has the ability to play through the line. So I've gone to the the Eels game against the Tigers. I think Mitch Moses is still playing some really good football and he supports up the middle really well. So he can often score a cheeky try. Uh, He he sets up the room on the right, then he pushes up and and he often scores. So I've got Mitch Moses to score any time, Clint Gutherson to score any time. Look, playing through the line off, off Sean Lane, I think there's a bit of um, bit of an opportunity there for him. But he also is on the ball so much. So if the Eels are to put some points on the Tigers, uh, that's where I think he'll score. And I think Mike Acevo, you throw him any, every day of the week. Um, Parramatta to win the game, you're getting $9.50. So Mitch Moses, Clint Gutherson, Mike Acevo, and Parramatta to win the game at $9.50. Yeah, nice, mate. Very fascinating there. I... I know it's all obviously data-based, but it blows my mind the odds you get for Mitch Moses anytime try screen three. You often get him in the four, four fifty, even five dollar range, which for a bloke with his support play and speed, love that. Husey, your value of the week, mate. Guys, I'm gonna have a same game multi in the Dolphins North Queensland game. Uh gonna keep it pretty straightforward and go for the Dolphins to win into the under forty two and a half. I know last week I, I put my leg out and said all the unders are gonna get up and then we saw six out of eight overs get up. <laughs> um, which is nice and fun. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, like I said earlier, uh, you know, it's good for the game of footy to see some scoring, but I still think uh the this unders play is a little bit of a play. 
Um, the reason for backing the Dolphins, I've got them modelling this. I still model them outsiders, obviously, against North Queensland, but not as much as the market's giving away. So I'm just going to take them to win with a bit of value. That's kind of layered in with the fact that I personally don't think North Queensland have been great so far. Like Their two wins have come against mm. the Gold Coast and the Raiders. Uh, you know, they, they beat... uh, Sorry, yeah, so in their losses, they've lost to the Doggies. They've lost to, obviously, a very good Brisbane side, but then their other losses, New Zealand, who I think are obviously playing a lot better footy this year, but I still, even though coming second on the ladder, still don't see them as proven to me just yet. So I think North Queensland aren't performing nearly as good as the market probably thinks they are. So I'm going to go that Dolphins to Mm -hmm. win into the under at $6.50. Six dollars fifty. Yeah, lots, uh, lots out for the cows. Obviously, the, uh, for the dolphins, they lose a few numbers as well. Sean O'Sullivan, he's obviously out yeah, long I term. Yeah, didn't see that. Didn't play last week, but Milf out. But uh, in, in terms of unders, just clunky. Could be some real clunky attack, mate. What did, what did your uh, model have the line at? I've got North Queensland four point favourites. Okay. Yeah, so I think the what the mar- market's ten. They've got them ten point favourites in the market. Significant yeah. difference then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my value play of the week. I've gone to the Rabbitohs and Doggies clash, and I am going with South Sydney to win. The, it's the same game, multi. South Sydney to win the second half. I think the Doggies. I was out of that Doggies Cowboys game on the weekend. It was an, un, despite there being a small crowd of a Sunday night at Olympic Park in the rain. It was a great atmosphere when Berta hit that field goal. It was unreal. But they're on the five-day turnaround from a gut-busting game against the Cowboys. I just think they're going to be gassed. They have so many players out. Fatala Mariner's out now. Uh, Franklin Pele's out to go with TPJ, Luke Thompson, Chris Patolo. They are so short on. They they actually had Jaden Ockenbaugh, a New South Wales Cup winger, playing on the edge for them last week. He's out as well. Max King, Jacob Preston are under injury clouds, expected to play, but I just think they are up against it. I think they're in for a good season, the Doggies, but this week's going to be tough. So I think the South can definitely blow out this game in the second half, even if it's tied around halftime. So South to win the second half. I also think I'm going to go on that left edge of Cody Walker. will be going at, at Flanagan. Hopefully, Corey Waddell. I'm thinking Jacob Preston swapped over to the left side last week, so I'm ha- hoping that stays. So Cody Walker, anytime try scorer. I'm going into the left winger, and I need to confirm who the left wing is going to be, whether it's Tane Milne or Isaac Thompson. Alex Johnston is out, so you'd think Tane Milne comes into the left. Either way, it's going to pay about $5.50, but I will confirm that uh, on SC Playbook Socials or, or somewhere there for you when I can find out, but I believe it'll probably be Tane Milne. Uh, so $5.50 for that one. Jumping in with a quick edit here, guys. Got confirmation straight after the podcast. Tane Milne, left edge. So in that value play for myself, Tane Milne. Husey, I'll throw to you for your Steve Jackson Hail Mary of the week firstly because you've got to, to take off shortly. What have you got for us, mate? Uh, boys, I'm going to do a multi of all of my leans for the, uh, for the weekend. Um, as a Roosters fan, I've got Melbourne. Uh, solid favourites in this game at home. So I've got her back with the model and not with the heart. So I'm going to put Oof. Melbourne head-to-head in first. Um, then I'm going to add in Souths head-to-head to win as well against the Doggies. I've got them 16-point favourites. I think the market's around 10. Mm. Uh, and then 
I'm going to also put the Knights in, who I've got a couple of point favourites, I think four point favourites, but they're at home and they're pick right now. So $1.99 to beat New New Zealand. And then my final little leg, which I think you guys will be a bit shocked about, is I'm going to throw in just to give us my Hail Mary buffer, is uh, the Raiders at $5.80 against the Broncos. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's up the Raiders. So again, Joe, Joe Croker hat trick. Joe Croker hat trick <laughs> at three thousand yeah. to one. I'm on. Yeah, so. I'm all in on Toots. <laughs> so yeah, like Raiders to bounce back. Obviously, been uh, struggling a fair bit, uh, but I don't have them nearly as bad as the market has them. Uh, the market's basically saying Brisbane are going to flog them, but uh, I'm I'm not so much there. So I'm just going to throw them in there in the in the sake of the Hail Mary to get me at $25.80. I I like the Raiders with the line in this one too, Hughes. You're not necessarily to win with the line. Uh, what yeah. did, what's your uh, model got the line at? I've got them six-point outsiders. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, what's the market there, Timmy? Um, I'll get it up, but yeah, I just think there's got to be some sort of bounce back fat from the Raiders. They, they've shown enough ticker over the years that I think there's every chance that they can get up for this one. The line's 15 and a half. Yeah, geez. So there's a big discrepancy. Yeah, major. I think the reason I didn't put that as my, my that plus as my lock was mm. I'm just a bit scared of the Raiders and their performance so far, and if mm. the models a bit under under picking, but I I still do back it. So I've, I've thrown it in the hail mary. Yeah, we uh don't mind that all. We'll get Sam's thoughts on that in his tips coming up shortly. Uh, Husey, we'll love you and lose you, mate. You got a meeting to get to. But thank you very right, much. Busy man, boys. But yeah, cheers again. And uh, let's kind of pick it up this week, I reckon. Yeah, we'll let's bounce go. back, mate. We'll bounce back. Don't you worry. Cheers, mate. See you, lads. Sambo, Steve Jacko Jackson, Hail Mary of the Week. 10% of our takings. You've have, you've absolutely taken the words out of my mouth with the uh, the dogs and the Rabbitohs game. Um, I, I've gone exactly the same game. I've gone with the, with the Hail Mary, so there's a little bit more value. Mm. But... Geez, it's a big ask for the dogs to turn around on a Sunday night in the wet and turn around and play on the Friday afternoon in a massive game against one of the competition heavyweights. I just think it's such a it's such a massive advantage for the Rabbitohs. They've had more time to prepare, recover. The dogs would have played Sunday. They probably had, you know, some clubs do it differently, but you would have had Monday or Tuesday off. They would get a session in maybe a very light session potentially Wednesday and then a captain's run Thursday. Like you're just your preparation for this game is more about getting your body right than it is actually doing the work on the field or um, you know physically trying to prepare for it. So I'd love to see how Cameron Geraldo is going about it. He's such a good young coach. I would I'm really intrigued to see how they go about their week, uh, but it is a massive ask. So I think that. Cody's playing really good football. And what I like about Cody is swinging both sides as well. So it's not just that left that he can score a try. He can score it on the right as well. So we've got Cody to score any time, Luttrell to score any time. I think Luttrell is very close to a breakout game. He's still such a dominant ball runner. Um, he's thereabouts. And, and a big game like this, I think he'll be up for it. Uh, and I've got Tane Milne on the left. I think Tane plays on the left. He, he not that that's where my feel is. So I've got Tane down for two tries and rabbits to win. So you got twenty one dollars <laughs> about that. So South Tane two Latrell and Cody score twenty one bucks. Yeah, look, I 
I thought it was the standout of the week, to be honest, and and I think it's a hard one to miss. Uh, Sam, how hard we hear as fans a lot of about the five day turnaround and the impact it has. How significant is it a difference, to, say, compared to the seven or eight day turnaround? Well, the thing is, you just don't get to do the work. You, mm. You've got to recover after the game. So Monday or Tuesday is usually just getting um, ice baths. You might do some video, some stretching. It's very light. You, you, you barely get. You won't probably get on the field first couple of days. Maybe they do a really really light session Tuesday. Um, they might do a. They might do Monday recovery. Tuesday a light session. Have Wednesday off. A light captains run Thursday, but. It's just very hard to prepare. And then on the back of that, your body, it takes time to recover from these sort of games. It's not an easy job. It's its one of the hardest things about being in the NRL is physically preparing week in, week out. Now, the dogs haven't shown consistency over the last couple of years. I think Serraldo coming in, he's got a lot of experience around um, successful teams, so he'll do things his own way. But it is significant. It's very hard, and it could play, play a part in the following week as well. Yeah, that, that's why I really liked because I think the Easter Friday game, one of my favourite games of the year. I absolutely loved it. Love it, I should say. It, uh, they might get up for the first half, but I love the Bunnies as the second half uh, winners because they. I just think they'll be gassed, the poor old dogs, in that one. Um, my Hail Mary of the week, I have gone to the Tigers and Eels game. Uh, now, it's a Hail Mary for a reason, so... I'm not tipping the Tigers to win the game. I am tipping them with the 12 and a half start. I The corresponding fixture last year, they were also 0 from 5, the Tigers, with a lesser roster. Parramatta are so up and down, it is not funny. I just think they have to show something this week. So I've gone with the, with the 12 and a half start into Adam Dewey, anytime try scorer. Adam Dewey alone is $7.50, anytime try scorer. He's had a foot injury in recent weeks and he's been a bit slow getting back to the mark. But I do think last week he looked a lot better and I think he'd be good to go this week. So 12 and a half start, Tigers, do any time try scorer, Tupu any time try scorer, Sevo any time try scorer at $41. Sam, you mentioned earlier about the what Sean Lane does to that left edge defensively alongside Dylan Brown. The right edge of Moses, Cartwright, Pensini and Hayes Dunster who comes on. I think the Tigers will go at that. So I think Tupu can capitalise on the end of a little try there. $41. I don't I don't mind where your head's at there. There's, um, I think that Madison let Mo, um, was it, uh, Moses down last week defensively. He didn't cover his inside shoulder. There was a couple of times there where Joseph Suoliti got on the inside. You need to have your back row covering you there. You can't just let him go through mm. that hole. You, you can't expect one-on-one with these sort of athletes to, to defend them like that. Moses would have expected his back rower there. So I think Cartwright, he's probably got uh, a little bit more experience to an, to an extent. Um, but yeah, I, I think they'll see a lot of traffic. In terms of the Tigers game, he's starting to sound like a silly older brother who goes blind with these Tigers every single week. But yeah, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah. As I said, there's a reason it's the Hail Mary and there's a reason I've taken a big start because I'm not, I'm not confident in the line, but I just, I think they get over it anyway. Guys, for anyone that are lucky enough to be tying the knot at the moment, you're probably panicking about the cost of the wedding and the honeymoon. Reduce the stress by having a yarn to Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. The boys can help you get a quick loan without any built-in hidden fees or penalties for paying off the loan early. They'll get you the best possible rate and you'll have the money within 24 hours. It's a super easy process. Only needs a message to make it happen. 
Best of all, it's all for free. Free plan worth $129 because you listen to this podcast. So if you are getting in contact with them, make sure you mention you're an SC Playbook listener. To do that, message them on Instagram at Pat and George Morgan's Choice, all one word, or jump into any of the articles on the SC Playbook website. It's got a mobile, uh, sorry, contact number there, email address, QR code, all of that sort of thing. Sam, the punters head-to-head battle this week. So excited to get this initiative as a part of the podcast. Pit the playbook list, or the, sorry, I should say the halfback podcast listeners together. Here's how it's going to work each week. <clears throat> we'll pick a game for you. You pick a bet from that game. The odds will be max $4. That's because we essentially want it to be your lock of the week. We want winners. If people like your bet, we want them to follow you into it. So max $4, it can be a single play. It can be a multi. It can be whatever you want it to do as long as it's within $4. The winner of the head-to-head battle advances to the next week. If both are correct, it'll be whoever has the highest odds. So you can go dollar one pop, play it safe, and hope the other person loses. Or you can go bold, go a $4 pop, uh, and you'll, you know, if it wins, you'll be guaranteed to go through to the next week. If you both lose, you're both gone, and there'll be two new heads each week. Here's where it gets fun. If you win three on the trot, you'll win an NRL jersey of your choice supplied by SC Playbook. The entry to enter it each week. Here's what we'll do. I'll send out a post on the SC Playbook Instagram story on the Friday at around about 12 o'clock. Go and follow SC Playbook 1 on Instagram. Pick a market from the corresponding game on the podcast. So this week we've got the Eels and the Tigers game for the entry for the contestants. I'll throw up that game. Same rules apply. Max $4 multi at the come Monday afternoon when the game's done. I'll check who's won and I will put them against the prior week's winner. That's how it's going to work. This week, Sam, you had someone messaging very quickly to you. This is, we did it differently last week, but Elliot Aforo, he's gone with Sean Lane anytime try score at $3.60 in the Monday game. Uh, we chose the money game for you, I should say. My man, Christian Norden Skipness. <clears throat> this is where it gets interesting. They've both gone very similar. He's gone the Eels with a negative five and a half line into Dylan Brown anytime try scorer, also paying $3.60. What are the bloody chances of that? If both of these get up, I've got to make some sort of tiebreaker for this pair. Maybe the Dapdo Grays or something. Right, on the boys can go again. boys can go again. Yeah, well, fair call. If they're both nailers, just have me $3.60. They might get another crack this week. Uh, yeah, and it was funny. Christian actually said in it that it was because Sean Lane was back and he said he'd put Dylan Brown over. So I love this. Sam, you reckon your man Elliot's going to get one home with Shawnee Lane? Elliot Afori. <laughs> I've never met Elliot, but he's my main man. Yeah, I'm back in Christian all day, every day with dill bags. Sam, let's get into your tips for the week. And we will start with, where will we start? We'll start with the Roosters and Storm game. Storm $1.72 favourites. Roosters $2.14. Who do you like? Yeah, look, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very hard one. Now, Chooks, you lose Teddy. You get Manu back. Storm, get Hughes back. I think the cohesion in the back rows is improving. I, I mentioned earlier how much I love that Kiri and Walkie are pushing up and playing tough. If the Chooks were playing anyone outside the Storm, I probably would lean towards them heavily because I was really, really impressed that first 30 minutes last week. They could have led by 30 points. It was a really, really good showing. So, look, to be honest, I, I'm not putting my hard earned into this game because I don't know. Um, if I had to get pushed, maybe the Storm at home and having Hughes back is just a nudge. But I actually think that the, the Chooks at some point could put a massive scoreline on someone. Yeah. 
it's a, a bloody tough game this week, though. And I like the Chookies. I think the Storm were good last week, but I still have my reservations around their pack. But they were very impressive last week. Doggies versus Rabbitohs. You've gone the Rabbitohs in this one. Cowboys and Dolphins. So the Cowboys, firm dollar 33 favourites in this one. Who do you like? And the Cowboys have the nine and a half, uh, giving away a nine and a half start. Yeah, look, I think last week we saw, we're starting to see some some of the issues we predicted with the Dolphins in terms of losing players. Uh, look, the Cowboys, they're back at home. They'll be seething after last week's loss. Uh, you get Drinkwater and Cotter back. The Dolphins, on the other hand, they're missing their halves. It's um, still no Kafusi. So I just think that the Cowboys are, they're grinding away without actually clicking. So I think the Cowboys still win. I, I think that they can cover the line. Mm. Uh, that's where I'll be going. The Dolphins have proven many of us wrong throughout the year. So we'll see how it plays out, but I'll lean towards the Cowboys. Sam Panthers and Manly Warringah Seagulls. Panthers firm favourites in this one. They've got a nine and a, giving away a nine and a half start. I think the Panthers are going to win it and win it well. Um, the way Penrith played last week, as I said, I was there on the sideline. It was a joy to to watch them play. It was an absolute heartbreaker to watch the game. Um, very disappointing for the for the Raiders, but the Panthers, the way they play and the way they move together and the way they all do their job, they are a hell of a football side. So. Um, look, I think the left edge of the Panthers are, are going to see a lot of football for the reasons I outlined, outlined early. Uh, I think the Panthers are going to win, and I think they'll cover the line. Tying into the Raiders. The Brisbane Broncos versus the Canberra Raiders. Broncos really firm favourite here, $1.13. The Raiders, $5.80. Mate, really keen to get your thoughts here because I know the Raiders haven't been great, but, you know, the Broncos have to take the – foot off the throat at some point. The Raiders, they've been pretty resilient in recent years. They had a bit of a bed shit on the weekend against Penrith, but 15 and a half start. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, look, you've just mentioned it. It's very rare that the Raiders do put in that sort of performance. It was very disappointing. Um, I think they'll be, they'll go up there with a real um, jam the world. You just can all get stuffed. This is us <laughs> And Stick does that brilliantly. He brings the he has an unbelievable way of of getting a, a side up, especially after a loss. So um look, I think that the Broncos are deserved favourites. Um, but I still do think that Jared Croker scores a hat trick. <laughs> oh, geez, wouldn't that bring the crowds back? Uh, mate, look, it's just good to see, to be honest. So exciting to see. Uh mate, the Titans and the Dragons. Titans dollar seventy favourites here, pretty tight one. Yeah, look, uh, I think that the Titans losing Foran and Brimson is just massive. I don't think you can underestimate the sort of impact that both of those two players have had and and will continue to have on this team. Um, Look, Sexton comes in. I think he gets an opportunity, which is always good for a half who's... He came in with a lot of expectation. He gets put back. He now gets an opportunity. So it's a a big week for him as well. Um, The Dragons are impressing me in in a few different areas. Sloan is absolutely rapid. He can run like the wind. Can move. Um, Mika Ravalawa scores tries that no one else in the competition scores. He just drops the hip into the winger and says, good luck stopping me. Um, and Amon coming back, I think long-term, that's probably how the Dragons' halves shapes up. So, 
Look, I think that the Dragons are going to win the game. Uh, look, they're, they're, they've shown enough. I think if Foran and Brimson were playing, I swap my ideas. But I'm going to go with the Dragons. And, and let's let's not forget, they only beat them a few weeks ago and beat them comfortably. So yeah. to me, I don't know why the market is how it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Fair call. Key players out. Uh, Bed not long ago, convincingly. On the Gold Coast, yeah, we'll see. But, uh, mate, one of the... Probably the hardest tipping game of the week for me. I think the Newcastle Knights versus New Zealand Warriors. Market's got the Knights at $1.99 at home. Warriors $1.81. Who do you like? Uh, look, I think the middles are too light on for the Knights to be able to sustain week in, week out. The Warriors pack's going really well. Sean Johnson's controlling the team. Tamari Martin comes back. For me, I think that the Warriors are going to win this game. I know we're playing it at Newcastle, but... I think that the confidence that the Warriors took out of last week, it's a really big, in terms of the evolution of this Warriors side, it's a really important game. We're going to find out. It's it's very hard to get up after. Sometimes you, the week after a really exciting win, win like that, you get ahead of yourself. So it's a really big job for the coaching staff of the Warriors and the players to make sure they go out there and produce something that is worthy of, of being of beating a side like the Sharks at home. So I think that the Warriors are going to win it. Um, but it is a very tight game. I just think that the uh, the Warriors ha- have enough there to, to defeat the depleted Knights. Yep. And then on to the Monday game, Tigers and Eels. Obviously keen on the Eels. Do you think the Eels cover the 12.5 start? <clears throat> yeah, I do. Uh, but in saying that, I, I understand your theory behind the fact that it's a big game for the Tigers. They'll be up for it. They've had all this negative publicity once again. Uh, I just think man man to man, the Parramatta side just outweigh that mm. Tigers side by so far. So, um, and, and I'm waiting for a breakout performance from the Eels as well. So for me, I think the Eels cover the line. But once again, uh, Monday, um, uh, Monday afternoon football, is there anything better? It's gonna be so. I think, I think the other play here is just try scorers, isn't it, mate? Like this, especially if Parramatta don't turn up as they tend to do quite often, there could just be tries galore. So just, just load on any time try scorers, guys. The better SC playbook multi for the week last week. Ruben Garrett finished on fifty-one fantasy points. Tommy Turbo anytime try. Tommy Turbo hasn't scored two weeks in a row. Killing us, Turbo. Anyway. This week, the SC play with better multi. We've gone to, unsurprisingly, that Bunnies and Bulldogs game. Latrell Mitchell, 50-plus official fantasy NRL points into Cody Walker anytime try at $3.20. Uh, guys, if you like your super code, Twitch, let's be fair, if you listen to SC Playbook, you probably do. Fancy point scoring. We get markets on it. We love it. So I think it's a great opportunity for us. Uh, as I said, fancy NRL scoring, not super coach scoring. Very similar, but go and check that out at nrl.com. Find the link to that market in any of the stories at scpaybook.com.au. We'll also send it out on our socials on Friday morning for you. Sam, we'll wrap that one up for round six and hopefully a brighter weekend than last weekend for Easter. Yeah, we'll be right. Um, as I said, it's always a long-term play for this sort of stuff. Uh, it's important that you go and get a haircut because you look absolutely atrocious with this morning hair. I got a haircut last week. I just woke up, mate. <laughs> I've had the snip. <laughs> uh, go get another one. Mum said I look good. Said I look good. <laughs> Told me opposite. <laughs> yeah, no, good stuff. Good luck to the punters. All right, guys. Hope everyone has a good Easter and an even better weekend on the punt. Cheers. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.